Cardinals Corner from Arizona Sports with Tyler Drake and Eric Ruby. Hello and welcome back into another edition of Cardinals Corner preseason edition round two. The Cardinals lost 38 to 10 to the defending Super Bowl champion Chiefs at State Farm Stadium and a man with the boots on the ground who was there to see the decimation in person. Arizona sports Cardinals reporter Tyler Drake joins myself, Eric Ruby via call and Tyler. How are you? Well, we just watched another preseason game, so we're that much closer to the regular season. So I guess on that note, we're doing uh, we're doing good. <laughs> One step closer, yeah. Uh, Thirty-eight closer. to ten initial takeaways. Um, just a sloppy game from the Cardinals in general. Just yeah, I think that's the big that's the big word for tonight. Just sloppy all around. I think from you know just what the defense did to what we saw from just a penalty standpoint, just really just wasn't wasn't again like after that week one game this almost seemed like a complete opposite and obviously the Chiefs are are the Chiefs they're Super Bowl defending champions and it's obviously still the preseason but a lot of things they got to clean up this next week for sure yeah my first thoughts were uh were the Broncos really that bad (laughs) were the Broncos really that bad they looked bad I mean, they did give up a uh, a last-second drive to lose another preseason game today to the 49ers, but this is not Broncos really? corner. Yeah, they lost on a game-winning field goal to the 49ers at the end of the game. Hilarious. hilarious. Yeah, so that was my first thought was, were the Broncos really that bad? Are the Chiefs really that good? The answer to both is probably yes. You're right. It looked like a complete reversal. Like, this week should have been preseason week one. And... Yeah. The problem was after preseason week one, like that game wasn't pretty, but you could look at everything about how they executed. And oh God, I, I still find myself getting like K- Cliff Kingsbury, like flashbacks whenever I say it, like his <laughs> his face just pops up just in my eyes when I say executed. But everything was executed better. The communication was better. There was way less penalties. It, it, everything seemed Right. Everything seemed in place and they just had to kind of, you know, get their feet under them. This week, it felt like they were all over the place and I hated it, Tyler. It it made me actually a little bit angry because I was really excited after game one of the preseason. God, what a sad sentence. That was a really sad sentence for me. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, think of where (laughs) where this team was before the new regime came in and and I think people can understand that first preseason win and over, maybe overreaction but yeah like you said it was just yeah it was a complete reversal of what we saw and and there it's it's no, it's nothing like crazy where it's like oh we've got to really dig to see what's wrong no it's it's clear it's black and white <laughs> as JG told us after the game like it's it's they they know what they need to fix now it's on them to fix it and they've got a wild week of joint practices and then their final preseason game against Minnesota. So it's going to be, a, it's going to be interesting to see how they can fit all of this, you know, I guess all these mistakes that they have to fix in. All right, let's dig in because they're, you're, you're right. There's a lot to, to break down and there's a lot to not be happy about. And it's pretty obvious. Um, Tyler, I want you to allow me for a second. Go ahead and kick back, put your feet up, take a sip of some water. I'm going to read off some names. Let me recline the driver's seat. Yeah, yeah. You're not driving, though. You're just sitting in your car. Let's make that clear. Yep, yep. I just wanted some AC. Okay. I'm just going to list off some names. I'll tell you what they have in common afterwards. Sound like a deal? 
Okay. Okay. Rasheed Rice, Amir Smith-Marset, Matt Bushman, Ty Freifogel, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, Travis Kelsey, Justin Watson, Kendall Blanton, Justin Ross, Jarek McKinnon, Noah Gray, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, LaMichael Pirine, Sky Moore, Blake Bell, Daenerick Prince, Cornell Powell. Tyler? They all are Chiefs players. <laughs> oh, that is true. Do you want to know what all 17 of those players have in common? I was going to say, it seemed like you were getting about 20 there. <laughs> 17! All 17 caught at least one pass today. Ugh. The Cardinals' secondary was butter. So easy to cut through was actually ridiculous. 17! Yeah. Three different quarterbacks yeah. who have over 100 yards passing, Tyler. And that is that is the preseason, my friend. <laughs> but it seems a little extreme. I don't think I've yeah, ever yeah, seen yeah, a game yeah, where 17 sure. different... 17! 17 different players, Tyler. Yeah, that's a lot. I mean, that's that's some uh, that's some good work from the Chiefs from spreading the ball out. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, it's it's let's get down to it. Uh, when we're talking to JG, that was the one thing he was most displeased about tonight was the fact of how many explosives that they gave up. And I mean, that just correlates to how many you know explosive plays, twenty yards or more. They gave up eight total. And I mean, you just saying all of those names caught a pass. It's just there's so many opportunities to pull off an explosive play. When you're finding guys, 17 different players throughout the night. So, it, yeah, it's, it's, that's for sure the first thing that needs cleaned up by far. That's what he said. He was the most displeased about talking to us after the game. You could tell he, was not, he wasn't very happy about it. So uh, it, it'll be interesting to see how they remedy that or try to remedy that because, it, it, yeah, I'm, I'm very, very interested in that side of things. Yeah, he also told uh, Paul Calvisi and Drew Stanton on with the Cardinals Radio Network post game that he did notice a regression in tackling from the defense. I did, and it was lack of technique, you know. So that'll be it'll be very black and white on the tape why we're missing tackles. We got to get cleaned up. He told you that he told Cardinals Radio Network that, and Josh Woods was also on Cardinals Radio Network. He was the Cardinals' leading tackler today, I believe, with seven, and he said this loss is 100% on the Cardinals. I think we just got to play better. We got to clean it up. We got to execute. Um, you know, it was it was 100% on us, you know. Uh, I think we could play better. I think we could play cleaner. Um, but for the most part, you know, I'm encouraged because, you know, I don't feel like anybody gave up. We fought to the end, and uh, that's what really matters to me. Are you encouraged, Tyler? Is that what really matters to you? You know, I, I will say one thing. I thought outside of Mahomes throwing that touchdown on that big drive, I, I mean, I thought the first team against the first team offense wasn't terrible. Obviously, there's some plays you got to have back there, but yeah, I mean, it is sloppy. It is on them. It's 100% on them. I think he said that perfectly. And, and now it's on them to fix what they did. That's the, that's the next thing is, yeah, it's encouraging that nobody gave up, but now it, you need to see if these guys are going to take that next step and really – get back to work and hit the grindstone hard on fixing the fundamentals because I, that's really what it comes down to is the fundamentals of tackling, I think. I mean, he even said it. I mean, J.G. even said it. It's a lack of technique. you got to get back to the fundamentals, back to the basis, basics to, you know, get back to that, uh, to that level that he wants to see. 
Is it embarrassing if I rant multiple times within the first 10 minutes of preseason week two episode for us? Is that embarrassing, Tyler? No, I kind of felt like it was coming. That doesn't make it any less embarrassing. That actually maybe makes it more embarrassing. No, 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 no. It's there's certain points, man. There's certain Ugh. points that I know you got to hit on, and I knew that this this game had had at least one. I'm cracking my neck, Tyler. I'm getting ready. It's ten twenty six. Nobody else is here at the radio station except for me, which is good. Turn those levels down if you're going to scream. Actually, that's a good point. That's a, they're already pretty low because I'm pretty loud. Um. <laughs> so Josh Woods mentioned that everybody fought to the very end. No. Yeah, he was wrong. Um, because Isaiah Simmons straight up gave up on a play. He straight up just the, the gave up a- when he was trying to get the quarterback in the end zone. Yep. Yep. <laughs> he just Shane Buccelli, I think his name was. Yeah, he just stopped. He, he could have easily gotten to him before he even got to like the the four yard line. Like he, if he would have just started running, he would have gotten there. Yeah, but you know what? I watched him the whole. As soon as as soon as Shane started running, I watched Isaiah the whole way. He was and too- man, he he like jogged over halfway before he tried to sprint. And not only that, but Isaiah Simmons got burned multiple times. And if yep. you remember last year, week one oh, yeah. against the Chiefs, Travis Kelsey had that man in hell. And you know what happened oh, week you two? Knew they game plan for him tonight. Oh, they saw him and they said, mm, lunch. Like they yep. were targeting him. He was slow. He was getting outran on routes by not just Travis Kelsey, not just their first stringers, basically anybody that lined up against him today. And if you remember last year, remember week two when they just basically stopped playing Isaiah Simmons till the end of the game? It was because he was so bad in week one against the Chiefs. And I'm sorry. I know it's preseason, but that's unacceptable. That's unacceptable. And it's it was my number one worry, Tyler. This is what I was concerned about. <laughs> You're going to put him at safety. <laughs> I know. I know. When yep. he shouldn't be at safety. Uh, yeah. I, it's, the experiment took a big hit tonight. I will say that for sure. And yeah, just the coverage stuff too. I mean, he wasn't—he wasn't just beat by like a yard or two separation. I mean, there was a lot of green between him and the guy he was covering. It was embarrassing. It was genuinely embarrassing, and I'm embarrassed because I started to believe Tyler. I started to believe. I said, you know what? Maybe, maybe this will be okay. Have him focus and worry about one position maybe he's athletic enough maybe Tyler he's not and you know what yeah it's too late it's too late to change back he's well, there here's the, here's the thing man it, it's I guess if you want this the 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 sliver of silver lining they, I mean they didn't pick up a fifth year option I guess you could look at it that but way. I'm not even like, uh, you know, this is what I know, frustrates I know, me. I know, I know. This I know. Is... He's got too much talent not to be Thank good at, at some position. Right? They're just they're putting him in the wrong position. He's putting himself in the wrong position. He wanted to be there. This is yeah, what he said. He said he was going to be the most comfortable, Tyler, at safety. You know what he didn't look comfortable doing today? 
playing safety. No! He looked like he was having an awful time and that he didn't want to be there. You know how like frustrating? Eric like Eric Bledsoe. You know how frustrating that is? Yeah. Somebody yeah. who's like, inve- like, Tyler, you and I are invested in this team. Very much so. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, you want the team to do good. You don't want to cover a bad football team. Nobody wants to cover... talk about wins and not losses. Right. Nobody wants to cover a bad football team. Nobody wants to cover a player who's not living up to their potential. Nobody likes doing this. No. But that makes it ten times more frustrating when you feel like you know the answer, which I do. Surprise, surprise. Um, I just... I'm slamming the table. I'm screaming on a Saturday night. Tyler, do you, like, am, am I overreacting? Is is this something that's going to be insignificant? Like, talk me away from the ledge here, please. Um, I don't know if I can talk you away from the ledge right Come now. Come on! That was, that was rough. That was, that was a rough showing. Preseason or not, exhibition or not. I mean, when you go between those white lines, you got to put the helmet on and go. And, and it just wasn't. There was a lot left to be desired there, and and I think they all understand that. I think he understands it. Let's see how he responds. I mean, after that first week, he got benched basically because of his week one showing plus his practice habits. So let's see how he responds. This is this will be a, a big tell at how he is really fitting in with this team. I am not getting my hopes up. And they were there before. I was foolish, Tyler. I was foolish. All right. Couple more couple more things we need to break down here on Cardinals Corner. He's Arizona Sports Cardinal supporter Tyler Drake. I am Eric Ruby. We are here after every single Cardinals game. We will be for preseason, regular season. And hey, you want to hear a funny joke, Tyler? <laughs> we will also be here for the playoffs if they if they do make it. If they do Playoff. make it. Playoffs? We're talking about playoffs? Um, yeah, I I was kind of watching, listening to this game with my head in my hands because everything looked ugly. Everything looked ugly. So is there anything that didn't look ugly to you, Tyler? Is it Clayton Toon? Is it Keontae Ingram? Is it anything defensively? Oh... I think Clayton Toon did all right. I thought we saw more of his legs than we did the first game, and I think that really needs to be part of his game moving forward. I think they need to utilize that. I think he can really get out of the pocket and really run. So I'd like to see more leg work from him. Obviously, he was still a little high on a couple of passes, and he said that really comes down to footwork and making sure he's not getting too uh, antsy with his feet, I think he said post game, something like that. So that was pretty interesting to see, and right away he knew what he was doing. Uh, and then, yeah, and Keonta Ingram, man, he's he easily is my top player of the game for the Cardinals just because they used him as a runner, a pass catcher. They even had a kick return for, for you know, one kick. And he showed – I think he showed what they've been trying to get out of him. Obviously, throughout the preseason and, tra- and, and training camp, he's really been nicked up with something. Now, you know, we don't really get the full diagnosis, but – he hadn't been on the field a lot, and finally the, he got his exposure tonight, got his first preseason game under his belt for the year, 
and scored the only touchdown of the night for the Cardinals. And I thought it was a solid five-yard scamper. He had a break. He shed a tackle and had to barrel his way through two more guys. And and he had to make. He had a couple of good uh, catches. And obviously, I think he had like ten yards on the kick return. But yeah, I thought that was a solid step in the right direction. They need a number two guy. I think they want him to take that job. They just need to see it. And I think tonight was definitely a step in the direction of him, you know, regaining that footing to, to get that backup job. Obviously, I think we all thought Marlon Mack was going to shoot up there and take it. But after that torn Achilles, it's really his job again, I think. So that's that. And then, you know, right in front of him, the offensive line. I thought the offensive line played pretty decent. I think they only had one pre-stat penalty again and false start with Marquise Hayes. But outside of that, I thought they played well. I thought, again, like on the goal line, they, they you know, helped with that five-yard run for that touchdown for Keontae. And overall, it wasn't. there's nothing really to write home about. And I think with an offensive line, that's kind of what you want. Yeah. I mean, Toon, he – sorry, not Toon. I, I was going to say something about Toon, the offensive line. But the O-line only allowed one sack at the end of the game. Part of the reason why they only allowed one sack was Clayton Toon. There you go, Eric. Get around to it. There you go. There we go, baby. Uh, Clayton Toon just escaped on his feet and probably would have had a couple sacks for the O-line if he wasn't so mobile. Here's what uh, Jonathan Gannon told Cardinals Radio Network post game what he saw from the O-line play today. I thought they did a pretty good job protecting. Now, Clayton, I think, bailed him out a couple times, you know, where we had the th- a missed ID protection one or two times. And, you know, it's not just the O-line. Pass protection is all 11 guys. It's are the receivers where they're supposed to be when the, when the quarterback hits his back foot with the reads and are we hitting our right depth and is you know is the back doing what he needs to do on chipping out to the flat things like that finding the check down so it's all 11 guys but I thought they did protect pretty well against a pretty good front they had some exotic stuff in which is you know it was good to see because that's real ball that's real ball Tyler real ball real ball speaking of real ball the Chiefs offensive line is one of the better in the league and you saw a stark difference today than a week ago when it came to the defensive line. Does that worry you, or is that merely just the Chiefs being the Chiefs and the Broncos being the Broncos? I mean, defensive line is one of those positions that has a lot of question marks. I don't think anybody's really nailed down a starting role there. I think it's really really wide open, and I think that was one of my things I was watching coming into the game, was who can separate themselves from that D-line room, and I think it's still pretty still pretty close. I think Collier's, Collier's in there for sure, in my opinion, but even that, I mean, it, it, that could be up in the air by next week. Who knows? I think Richard Lawrence got some more run with the twos. Uh, he had, he was in the fourth quarter last week. So maybe, maybe they're getting him a couple more looks to see what they like out of him. Because I mean, we went into the season thinking he might be a starter and it hasn't really looked that way through preseason and training camp so far. Yep. Definitely something to keep an eye on as the Cardinals move through the preseason. Up next for Arizona, who's now 1-1 one one after losing to the Chiefs today, 38-10, to is a joint practice week and preseason finale in Minnesota against the Vikings. From your experience covering them, reading about them, talking to the team, what is there to look forward to? What is different? What is special about joint practice with another team besides the fact you're just there with another team. Well, I think the one thing is I know that everybody will go back to this clip. Remember DeAndre Hopkins? I know I'm saying the name. Remember Ooh. him and uh, D'Angelo Hall? That was uh, that was from a joint practice. That little mm. that little uh, back and forth where Hall I think injured himself on a play where Hopkins broke his ankles, maybe literally. God, that was but embarrassing. That, I that was embarrassing. 
Yeah, but that's the type of stuff that I think that this it, – it's almost like you're replacing that last preseason game. So uh, when we're talking to Hollywood Brown, he's basically saying it was like two games for these practices because they're just going to be going up against somebody else, another team, uh, before they play them in the actual game. So it, it'll be – It'll definitely be a lot more intensity. There's going to be more high days, like high-tempo days. I think this might be the first week they have two high-tempo days back-to-back or just in line with each other. And we should see some – I'm assuming we're going to see some fireworks. Like, don't, don't be surprised if we see some videos of some guys saying something or making a big catch and, and letting the other guy know. So, I definitely – the intensity is going to be ratcheted up. It's not going to be like your typical training camp or your chip, typical practice, like – there's going to be some. There's going to be some. There's going to be a lot more fireworks than normal. I should say that. So definitely keep everything locked and, and follow all the social medias that are. You know, I know a couple people are going to be out there. I'll I'll do my best to cover it from here because I'm sticking around in the desert. But yeah, it'll be uh, it'll it'll be something. They can learn a lot. It's just it's going to be interesting to see what they're really going to get out of it. And you know, they they've really worked on a plan for this since I want to say like the owners meeting. I asked. JG this past week like when did they start making up this plan and he's like oh it's been going on for months and it's ever changing so I'm interested to see how much more changes are going to go into the to the plan as a whole when we talk to him on Monday because I'm sure after what we saw tonight they're going to need to go back to the drawing board somehow all right you want a couple predictions for me yep the beef that we're going to see first from Vikings Cardinals joint practice for preseason Michael Wilson, and Byron Murphy Jr. How did I know that? Because Mike's been talking a little trash in camp, in practices. He's been talking a little trash. (laughs) And Byron Murphy is going to come out, and he is going to want to shut down every single Cardinals player that he's across from. Even if there's no ill will with the organization or the players, when you go up against your former team, even in practice, which they might even try harder in practice than they do the game, it, it's it's going to be fireworks. He's going to be up there. Oh, yeah. And for some reason, the easy answer is Justin Jefferson on the other end. Maybe Jordan oh. Addison. Somebody's going to try to talk to Yelda, and it's not going to go well. It's <laughs> or not will. It, or will it's not going to go well for them. No, so th- those no. are those are my predictions, and then that's going to be book ended by Cardinals Vikings. It's an early game, 10 a.m. game, so the podcast will be coming at you not at an Woo! ungodly hour on a Saturday night. So 10 o'clock tip off, Cardinals Vikings in the preseason finale as we continue to gear up for Week One Cardinals Commanders. Real quick, the Commanders name their starting quarterback Sam Howell. Are you getting worried, Tyler? Are the commanders going to be running amok week one? Um, I, I mean, I think we all knew that he was going to be the starter. So nothing's really changed there. But I will say this. You know, I gotta, I'm going to say one thing. They need to make 10 a.m. starts. All, don't make the time change to go to 11. Make everything 10 a.m. starts. Just keep it like that. You got two in a row. You've got 10 a.m. this Saturday, 10 a.m. week one, Commanders Cardinals. Yep. They need to do that for the rest of the season. Yeah, see, after that, you get an 11 a.m. That is way later in the season, and then you get another 11 a.m. Oh, two, two more. So you get a couple 11s during the season. Everything else is going to be 1, 125, 2, 105, blah, 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 blah. We're yep, going to yep, get to yep. that when we get to that. We got, Tyler, we got to get our, like, actual official season predictions out. It, 
we've made it. Like, <laughs> we're going to the preseason finale. Like, it's coming. It's here. It's exciting. Cardinals, regular season, right around the corner. And the one man you need to make sure that you follow is at T. Drake four. That's the number four T Drake four sports on Twitter. That's this man. He's got videos. He's got writing. He's got everything you need. Oh, and by the way, all that audio that you hear on Arizona sports, the local sports leader. Do you want to know where we get it from? That's right. Tyler Drake. All from at T Drake for sports. Go ahead and follow him. Jump on the Arizona Sports app, ArizonaSports.com, to not only download this podcast, but to read all of his great work. You can follow me on Twitter at Eric Ruby. That's Eric with a K E R I K R U B Y. You can follow the show at AZ Cards Corner. Make sure to give us a five star review. Make sure to give us a like if you're watching anything on YouTube. If you're following Arizona Sports on YouTube, we're trying to add to that. All of that fun stuff. Make sure you're doing that because we're going to be here next week. Vikings Cardinals preseason finale. Cardinals corner will be there. And until then, even if Isaiah Simmons gets burned and 17 Chiefs wide receivers catch a pass, (laughs) enjoy football. We'll talk to you guys next time.